Are the Utes dishing out a lot of NIL money to try to bring in big-time recruits? And Utah is able to land another four-star corner. All that and a lot more Utah football recruiting on today's Locked on Utes. You are Locked on Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and thank you for making Locked On Utes your first listen every single day. We greatly appreciate it, and we're available on all platforms, including YouTube. Appreciate all of you guys who have continued to subscribe to the show. We're quickly climbing towards 750 subscribers. Also love interacting with you guys on the YouTube comments. Make sure you guys follow me at JT So Would love to interact with you on Twitter as well, and as well as our social channel on Locked On Utes, which is an easy Twitter follow at Locked on use on today's show. We're going to be going over and breaking down what's going on with NIL and recruiting as it pertains to Utah. We're going to be talking about Utah land, another big time recruit, but first I want to tell you guys about the title sponsor of today's episode in sling TV. This episode of locked on use is brought to you by sling TV. Don't miss this week. This week's big matchups in college basketball between the Utes and BYU Cougars right here on Sling. The TV you love for a price you'll love. Try it today. And in order to help me break down all the Utah football recruiting goodness in its full glory, it's Cole Bagley coming in. And Cole Deseret News came in a little hot this morning with a report that Walker Lyons, an LDS recruit from California, can get a $500,000, my goodness, NIL deal by playing for Utah. That's a lot of money. And this is NIL has really complicated college. It's complicated college football in general. It's a lot of stuff that goes on around. It's hard to comment and say what is and isn't. I'm going to say right now, I'd be very surprised if this was true. $500,000 is a lot. And Walker Lyons is a heck of a talent. He's a beast at the tight end position, can go up top and get it, run Chris Grout's got great hands too. It's the kind of guy you would love to bring in when you're losing a Dalton Kincaid. So Knowing absolutely nothing about how the NIL, how NIL money is being moved around in the Utah program, I wouldn't be surprised to learn there is some NIL money involved. It's just the way college football and recruiting kind of works nowadays. But I'll say this. I'm absolutely stunned if it's $500,000. I just – I can't believe that that's the correct number. Um, I just – I don't see it. Uh, not that I'm incredibly well-versed. In, in NIL, uh, but I've I've been involved in it um, with athletes at the University of Utah. Mm-hmm. Worked with quite a few guys, and you know, uh, been in conversations with guys up there and, and people around the program. And unless all of a sudden somebody with big bucks mm-hmm. and a deep pockets entered the chat and was like, "Here's half a million dollars for this," you know, recruit, I I'm not going to believe it. I don't even know if a quarter of what has been reported has really been put on the table. Um, That would be surprising to me if it was six figures um, just based off, you know, the, um, what I've been involved in and the guys that I've talked to and and deals that I've seen and and heard. I just don't think I, I I won't believe it. Um, I I guess I could be wrong, but yeah. I, I, I would say there's a 99% chance that that number is completely false. So, um, you know, it would be interesting. And I don't know, NIL is kind of a double-edged sword to me. It's doing a lot of interesting things. Mm-hmm. can do a lot of good. I do think that players deserve to make, um, you know, money off of their, their name 
image and likeness. They're totally entitled to that. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see how it changes the college landscape. But, and, and I've seen some other things as this report has come out is that, and, you know, it's a specific fan base that's making the claims, but they're saying things like, oh, you know, Utah's buying these new recruits. It has nothing to do with what they've done. And I know for a fact that that's not true. Yeah. Um, winning, you know, going back to back. Um, putting guys in the fashion, NFL. Yeah, putting guys in the NFL, going back to back as, as Pac-12 champions, you know, having guys like Clark Phillips and Dalton mm-hmm. Kincaid. Uh, Devin Lloyd last year, you know, um, how many defensive backs that Utah has in the NFL right now and are making plays and playing on Sundays, you know, on Moffitt basis. Um, and then playing on a national stage, you know, they're playing in big games. You know, they're, that's why they're scheduling teams like Florida early on. You know, that's why next year they've got Florida and, and Baylor um, before the season starts. And then obviously, you know, they're winning big games, like, you know, going against USC, they're playing on big stages in the Rose bowl two, you know, two years in a row, you've got big 10 opponents. Um, you know, you're that close to beating Ohio state a year ago. And now you've got an opportunity, I think to be favored against Penn state. So to me, I doubt that a number that big has been offered up. And I think it's more of what the, of, of how the program is helping guys get to the next level, because at the end of the day, that's where um, the big money is. And Utah's proven to help a lot of guys get there. So to me, these recruits realize what's going on, realize the potential and are more interested in money, you know, down the line, getting into the league rather than money now. Yeah. And I just, like you mentioned, this is a really good football team. You want to come and play there for this team. And also, I'm just gonna say this about the Utah football program. Things don't get out. These kind of leaks don't happen. It's why things like backup quarterbacks battles. I think of um, Cam Rising versus Jake Bentley a few years ago. That didn't get out until really late in the game. Things don't leak. So whenever they do, I'm kind of always really skeptical. Like, okay, what's going on here? Is there a little bit more to the story and all that? And also just to the amount. I mean, is Utah giving this much money to every single recruit? I don't think that's possible. This is not, I don't know how much money and Alabama and all these other schools have too, but I just, I have a hard time believing they're giving this much to every, those, even those schools can afford to give this much to every single high profile player. And look, maybe I could be wrong, but I, it's just so much money, Cole. Like we said, I just think it is a little too much in this scenario. And well, Walker especially, is- especially for a freshman, yes. uh, not even a freshman yet, a high school, you know, a high school athlete who is really, really good. But Very good. another thing, another thing to consider with NIL money is, I mean, unless this is just some booster group that's like, hey, you know, we really want to see our program go and, and compete for a national championship. I think it's it's tough. I think that there's only certain scenarios where where companies are really seeing a lot come from these NIL deals. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like signing LeBron James. It's not like yeah. signing, um, you know, Steph Curry to a shoe deal. You know, these are very different. And so unless some crazy booster group or individual is the one that's got this money for this kid. Like I said, I just don't believe it. Money has been floating around in college football recruiting and in other ways, I think for a very long time. And now it's just being used under the NIL umbrella to hide some of those different things. None of that stuff has been exactly locked down to, Oh, so-and-so is doing this, but we all hear things. We know what's going on out there. And just in general, in the world of college sports, it's just a reality that every program and team is dealing with right now. And I'll, um, I'll say this as well as it relates to NIL. NIL was originally put in place for players to name, 
profits off their name, image, and likeness for what they were doing on the college level. It was supposed to be the Cam Risings, for example, who have come into Utah, have had that success. Now it's like, oh, they deserve to make that money. When it was originally intended, it wasn't made so that it became a bidding war and free agency for recruits. And that is kind of what it's come. So it really has changed the game and made it different. Very interesting. That is that double-edged sword that you mentioned. We want the guys, when they're successful, to be able to get the opportunities and reap the benefits of those. But in a lot of ways, it's become free agency for recruits now. And I think that's what's taken a little bit out of it is the playing field isn't level anymore when you can't throw a lot of money at these guys. And I still just have a hard time believing Utah, as we've been talking about, is throwing just these loads of money and just outbidding teams for them because it doesn't fit with what they've done in the past. Yeah, it's more about culture. It's more mm-hmm. about, you know, building. And like I said, I think the recruits, these recruits are a lot more interested in and, you know, what they can do on the field than what they're going to be paid for off of it. Um, that's just, you know, I, I think I think guys are still interested in NIL, and if it comes across, they definitely aren't going to say no. But I don't think that NIL is, is a major factor yeah. right now in Utah recruiting. I, I believe it's there, but I don't think it's it's not to the level. It's not, it's not, it's not the $500,000 level, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I just no, – and that – think of the problems that that could create because, to my knowledge – if some kid who hasn't even played a game yet is earning $500,000 a year on an NIL deal, what are the superstars going to do? Yeah. Right? Like that you're going to create massive issues where the guys that are, that are, you know, earning the W's and, um, you know, making things happen, winning, winning Pac-12 championships, going to the Rose Bowl, they're going to start demanding that money. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It just seems like a sketchy rumor to me. Yeah. That, is not true and is more to create problems than really report honest truth. I feel the same way because it just, it doesn't fit with anything else we've ever seen. Like it just doesn't make, it doesn't add up with everything else. That's where it seems out of left field. And if we're proved to be wrong, I'll be the first to come on here and say I was wrong in that instance. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. But I would expect, I would expect, $500,000 $500,000 to be offered to Cam Rising to come back yeah. for one more year uh-huh. than I would for an, uh, you know, an, un, an untested freshman, you know, possibly exactly incoming freshman. Like that's, that's what I would expect is, uh-huh. is for Cam Rising or, or Brant Keithy, you know, one of those guys to, for a report to come out that says, Hey, you know, Cam Rising has been offered $500,000 to stay an extra year. Like that's the type of report that I would expect. Yeah. Not, Oh, there's this really good four-star tight end that, we, you know, that was offered to come to Utah. Like, it just doesn't, it yeah. doesn't make sense to me. And, and to your point too, you mentioned Cam, like if any players are getting $500,000 for recruiting, it's definitely quarterbacks just because of the importance right. of the position on the field. And we know how critical tight ends are to this Utah offense, but you can also get some decent tight ends through the transfer portal. There's other way to get them outside of dishing out $500,000 to once again, a player, as you highlighted, that is unproven four and five stars bust all the time. There's a lot of them that are really good. And I think Walker Lyons is going to be great, but the truth is every single four or five star, someone has said about them, they're going to be great. And then a couple of those guys don't end up working out. So that's just the reality of the situation. This all this NIL, everything, it's insanity. It's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. We will come back in in a second and be talking about Walker Lyons and if he's going to end up at Utah as well as if the Utes are going to be able to land a couple of these other recruits they're still looking at. And how about CJ Blocker coming back to Utah? We'll touch on him in a moment too. But first, I want to talk to you guys about our friends at the NHTSA, the National Highway Traffic 
Safety Association. Guys, the NHTSA has a quick message for you. You're hanging out with some friends, putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. You can make it home. Okay, it's no big deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyways? Even so, what's the worst thing that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. You could kill someone even. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you're thinking you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe, plan ahead, and get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. So, Cole, coming back into this one for Utah, we're talking Utah recruiting. Let's stay with Walker Lions. Walker Lions is one of the top recruits Utah is still looking at. This is already shaping up to be Utah's best recruiting class ever with the amount of four-star talent they've been able to bring in. They had a monster week last week. They're able to bring a guy back in C.J. Blocker, and we'll touch on him in a second. But as this race rines down, I feel like Utah is going to end up with Walker. I'm going to say right now, just because of the success they've had producing high-level tight ends, I think Walker's going to want to come here and, I think it's a great opportunity for him, even if he doesn't get $500,000 in NIL money. But outside of Walker, too, are there any other any other recruits you're looking at that you think the Utes are hot after and still have a chance at? I mean, I think there's uh, – I mean, talking freshmen, incoming freshmen, I think we've just about seen all the guys that we're going to get from this yeah. class. Loaded um, class. Yeah, it, it's, it's awesome. Um, but as of right now – there's nobody that's really on my radar outside of Walker. Um, and to be honest, I'm not, I'm not as confident okay. as you in, in him committing. Um, I also don't think, I think it'll be a while before we know. Um, I believe he's made comments that he doesn't plan on announcing where he's going to um, commit until um, I think after the new year. So, um, you know, maybe, I do think Utah has a good chance. Uh, for me, I think Stanford, where I believe he originally committed and then decommitted from, is still very much um, in that race. Yeah, made a great hire in Coach Taylor. Yeah. Um, you know, USC, I think, is up there. Um, he's got an offer from Georgia. Um, and yeah, it's hard to say no to a program like Georgia, who's winning national championships and, and the favorite to win it this year. Um, and then, of course, you know, BYU – um, is also um, in the hunt for him as well. So I'm not, I, I think Utah has a great chance. And I think because of guys like Dalton Kincaid and, and Brent Keithy and, and Thomas Yasmin, I mean, Utah just uses tight ends like nobody else does. Yep. And I feel like, you know, that's becoming a continual process, a, 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 something that we're going to see every single year. Whereas, you know, a program like Notre Dame, uh, you know, they've got a really good tight end this year next year they're probably not going to have as good of a tight end. Whereas Utah, mm -hmm. you know, maybe Brant Keithy comes back and you get one more year out of him. Uh, you know, I don't know exactly what plans are for Thomas Yasmin. I think he should come back. And if he does, he's going to have a great year. Yeah. Um, and then you have, you know, another incoming freshman, CJ Jacobson, who I think is just stellar. Got a great, great body frame. Uh, plays really, really well. One of the top recruits in the state of Idaho. Yeah. He's, he's phenomenal. So it, Again, I think with, with recruiting right now, Utah's looking for very specific kids, kids that aren't necessarily concerned about NIL money right now, but are more concerned about securing a bag later. You know, guys like Clark, Clark Phillips, right? A guy that understands what he needs to get done. He comes in, he, he remains 
you know, fully committed to the process, trusts it. And that guy's probably a first round pick. Um, Dalton Kincaid, like I said, you know, if they can find guys that are more concerned about getting to the league and earning money that way, and, and they should have full trust, especially a tight end as of right now. I mean, if I'm a tight end, Utah, if I'm a top tight end, Utah's got to be in my top five, my top three in terms of commitments, just based off what they're doing. So it depends. What's important to Walker is, is, is developing and, you know, having a better chance of getting to the NFL. Is that what's most important to him? Then Utah has a great chance. Um, but, you know, does he want to go play for a national championship program as of right now in Georgia? That's pretty tempting to me. Very um, much so. You know, it's just – it is what it is. I Now, again, if he joins Utah, he's probably getting reps next year. Which is what if brought Clark Georgia, mm-hmm. Yeah, if he joins Georgia, might be two seasons. So, yep. just depends on what's important to him. It'll be interesting to see. I think Utah's definitely – in the run for it, but I wouldn't be surprised if we end up seeing him recommit to Stanford or choose Georgia, USC. Um, but that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now with him. I love that you mentioned a guy in CJ Jacobson too. He's kind of, he was one of the recruits that I'm kind of looking at like, man, this guy's not getting a lot of hype, but he is a monster out on the field. And I cannot wait for him to get into and with this Utah football program. We've been focusing so much on the in-state talent because it is so good. You forget a guy like him, and now you get a guy in CJ Blocker too, who I know this Utah football program is really fired up about. A guy who committed to them over the summer, I believe it was, and then decom- and then decommitted, just was still kind of thinking, but Utah was going to remain in his grouping, he said. And at the time he decommitted, Utah was struggling a little bit too. So it was like, like, oh, maybe he doesn't see this as a place he could win. And then Utah wins the Pac-12. It really did change everything. Utah winning the Pac-12 championship. Yeah. It's the reason you get all this influx of talent and all these guys coming in. And now you look and CJ is back. And this is another big time gets for the Utes as a four-star corner and a guy who can lock down the outside. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> and I pointed this out yesterday on Twitter, but it is crazy that, you know, CJ commits, I believe, in June or July. He decommits a few weeks back. He then gets offers from USC, Alabama, Kentucky, and Colorado. He has visits to Alabama and Kentucky, and he still decides that Utah's the place, recommits, and now he's locked in. And him and Smith Snowden are looking just absolutely filthy to defend that secondary moving forward. So it it just winning again. It's not that it's there's not there's not some secret combination or, or or secret recipe that brings these kids in a lot of ways it's just winning yes. a lot of ways it's putting guys in the league a lot of you know a lot of and a lot of guys i've talked to many recruits over the last few years and utah's always had the right culture and now that they're pairing it with premier talent they've always had good talent now they've got premier talent coming in and the sky's the limit and these kids that that are premier they realize man imagine what we can do with this program you know it's it's going to be just fantastic. And, and talking more about CJ, you know, when he decommitted, that was a brutal blow um, yeah. without the knowledge that he was going to recommit. I mean, how mm-hmm. many guys do that? Yeah, I'd love a lot. Yeah, I mean, he's he's locked down. I mean, he's fast. Um, that, that's the biggest thing to me. He's a, he's a multi-sport athlete, you know, participates in track and field, moves really quickly. That's the thing in the tape that I've watched. He's rarely caught with, with receivers, behind, you know, behind him. He's not a guy – you know, he's not a guy that's going to get beat um, very often. And so it's awesome to see him. You know, he's going to be protecting one at one side of the ball and Smith Stone's going to be protecting the other. So awesome to see CJ recommit. And, and 
everything I just said speaks volumes to the program, but the fact that you got a four-star guy to recommit is huge. Yeah, and like you said, winning matters. This is going to be a bad example for a lot of people because of what USC has done with NIL a lot of times. Caleb Williams was not going to USC if Lincoln Riley's not there and he didn't see an opportunity to win. Same thing with Jordan Addison. All that other stuff, added bonus. But I still think they would have gone Yeah, they wanted to win. And that's what USC gave them the opportunity to do that. And they were just, I mean, even honestly, I mean, if you're a USC fan, a lot of ways you could say um, just a couple, like you said, guys like Travis Dye going down a lot. That that game could have played out very differently. You don't play that game 10 times and Utah blows them out 10 times. So still very close to winning a Pac-12 championship. So really is just interesting how the NIL works out and factors in with winning. We're going to talk a little bit more recruiting and wrap this one up in a second with Cole. But first, I want to talk to you guys about the sponsor of this episode in Bet online. Bet online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis all season long. And I'm not just talking about college football season, college basketball season really getting underway. Of course, college football bowl season heating up. Everything from the Duke's Mayo Bowl, the Cheez It Bowl. You can find all the great bowl betting action at Bet Online. Also, also bet on NFL, NBA, World Cup soccer maybe winding down, but there's still a couple good ones for you in the championship game coming up now. Lift your love of sports, and you can even find those as bet online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Also, I want to tell you guys about our friends at UCCU. UCCU is offering a 15-month savings certificate with an incredibly high APY of 4.00%. Plus, you can jump up to an even higher rate of return anytime during the life of your certificate. Guys, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but interest rates and inflation, they're both on the rise, as if we hadn't noticed. Well, here's some good news. UCCU can help you use this current rise in rates to your advantage. For a limited time, UCCU is offering a 15-month savings certificate with that incredibly high APY of 4.00%. What is a savings certificate? Is it like a savings account? A savings certificate is similar as a savings account. Both are great ways to earn a safe return on your money over time. But here's the difference. Savings accounts typically come with unlimited deposits and withdrawals. But a savings certificate, you just make one deposit, then let your money grow and grow and grow. With a fixed rate of return, that's much higher than a standing savings account. How much higher? Let's just say a lot higher and leave it there. So make sure you guys visit uccu.com to learn more and get a savings certificate today. Once again, 15-month savings certificate with that incredibly high APY up 4.00% and a variety of terms and options to match your specific needs from your friends at UCCU. Love where you bank. All right, Colt, coming in. I mentioned a guy in CJ Jacobson. You also touched on him too. It's just kind of an underrated guy that people are really excited about for this one too. Who's the guy that you think is really underrated that you're excited about in this recruiting class that may be getting swept up in, oh, there's all this in-state talent that's coming in here. But hey, a couple of pretty good players from out of state. So they're also four stars joining the program. Uh, Dijon Stanley. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think that's – he's a very good running back, underrated. Mm-hmm. I think he's a four-star now. Um, I believe he had over 30 touchdowns um, this last season, uh, led his team to a state final. Um, he, he's great. I mean, again, another multi-sport athlete that, that runs track and field. He, <clears throat> If a lane is open, he's gone. I mean, that's just watching his tape and his highlights. That's really what you see is if, if the offensive line um, can open up big holes and we just got a couple four-star offensive linemen. It just just so happens, um, you know, pairing him with 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 a really talented offensive line. Um, like I said, when that sees parted, he is bursting through it, and he's gone. There's no chance of anybody catching him. So, um, to me, you know, looking outside of the state, um, he's somebody that is not getting enough uh, respect right now. That people aren't talking enough about. Uh, but I know that when he shows up to uh, when he shows up uh, to Salt Lake City. People are, you know, he's going to turn some heads. 
Yeah, I think another guy I'll even throw in there, and people might be like, oh, he only committed a few weeks ago, but I feel like everyone's only talking about Spencer Fano right now. Caleb Lomu is really good at football, guys. Like, he is going to be, I mean, between Fano and Lomu, those are your bookend tackles to me for the next few seasons after those guys get in the program, develop a little bit. And you mentioned Stanley, Michael Mitchell's another guy who's going to come in here and do a lot of good things for this Utah team. We've been talking, this is the best Utah recruiting class for a reason. They're ranked 21 right now. I mean, as early today, I saw them above Michigan. I think Michigan landed a couple guys that bounced them in front of them, but. Either way, it really is just incredible that Kyle Whittingham has this in this program in the position that they're in. And, you know, signing days quickly approaching, Cole. It's going to be great to see all these guys officially sign. It is such an incredible time and, and moment. And to see all the, the hard working for the coaches, I imagine, too. I mean, just talk about no break from the Pac-12 championship game wrapping up. They're on flights all over the place going in and checking in on recruits. And then you even talk about a couple of these guys, what they're doing and driving all over Utah to do home visits, too. It's just incredible the commitment they take. And. This is what they do it for is when signing day quickly approaches. And it's going to be a great day for Utes because I think they're going to have a number of players we're going to be remembering for a long time looking back. And it was like, this is when they officially signed to become Utes. Yeah. I mean, this obviously is the best class that Utah's ever had. They're up at uh, number 21 and, you know, potentially by the time that it's all said and done and we're moving forward and these guys are up on campus, you know, they might be a top 15 yeah. uh, recruiting class. So it's, it's really exciting to see. Um, like you said, you know, uh, the season only lasts from, you know, generally the beginning of September, you know, to the beginning of January. So uh, just a few months, but it's it's year round. You know, this is this is nonstop. That's something that, you know, I've, as I've covered the team, um, it never ends. It, it, it really doesn't. I mean, people might think, oh, you know, once the season's over, you know, Wit, Wit and the rest of the coaching staff can, can take time off. No, they absolutely cannot. I mean, they are recruiting constantly because that's what it takes. Um, right. That's that's what's helped them to, you know, go from being just a top 50 class to being a top 35 class to now being a top 20 class um, is it's it's constant grinding. And, and Whittingham talked about that um, right after the Pac-12 championship is, you know, he said, we've, we've always had a, a solid, you know, starting 22. Uh, but now we've got, you know, guys beyond that. And yeah, I mean, when you get all these four star recruits you've got, you know, incredible depth, you know, and, and Utah's already really good. Um, they've already got a great mentality of next man up, and now it's just even better. You know, looking ahead, there's there's some spots that are still going to be um, fulfilled by upperclassmen next year as always, but if one of them is to go down, you've got a fantastic backup coming in to fulfill that role. So you do. it's exciting. I mean, it really – there has never been a better time to be following this program and cheering on this program because, you know – I would not be surprised. I mean, especially with the expansion, Utah should be a team that is yep. in 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 that playoff every single year um, moving forward. And you know, this specific, you know, this this twenty twenty two and twenty three these these two classes. I wouldn't be surprised if in two or three seasons, when these guys are you know some juniors and seniors, they might make a real run at, at a national title. Take the COVID year out, and this Utah team has been a top 12 team their last three seasons, excluding that COVID team, to your point. So it really feels like this Utah team isn't in position once the playoff officially expands to find themselves amongst the best teams in college football. And it's kind of like March Madness, right? Just get in, and we'll see what happens from there. And that's what makes the future of college football so exciting, just like all this great recruiting news does. And if people want more of this great recruiting news, make sure you guys check out all of Cole Bagley's work at Fan Nation, all youths. Make sure you guys give him a follow at Bagley underscore Cole. And Cole, I'm sure you got some fun stuff coming out for the Rose Bowl too. 
Yeah, it looks like uh, Rose Bowl may have leaked what uniforms uh, Utah is going to be wearing. Uh, they tweeted something out today and, and quickly deleted it. So if you guys are interested in seeing what the jersey that Utah is going to be wearing, you can head over to uh, our website, si.com backslash college backslash Utah. It's the uh, tar- top article for us right now. So go ahead and give that a, a look, see what the jerseys are. We should have a full uniform reveal here in the next few weeks. I know last year they waited until the 28th. Um, to publicly announce what they'd be wearing. I wouldn't be surprised if we're somewhere in that ballpark. Maybe sooner now that the Rose Bowl. Uh, yeah. uh, it's like the movie trailer when it leaks, they just like, well, I'll just post it online at this point. Right. Maybe we'll see it a little sooner now that, uh, you know, you, the they, Rose Bowl chose the wrong fan base to uh, to leak something like that because I think yeah. just about everybody <laughs> jumped out of their seats and said, hey, looks like we know what we're wearing. So uh, it'll be fun. I'm hearing some other things about what the uh, helmet might look like. I Ooh. think you guys will be be pleased um, to see what it is. It's it's a, it's a fun, it's a fun um, should be should look great. So uh, yeah, be on the lookout for for those for those things. It's going to be a lot of fun to check out and see. Just like it's always fun having you join us, Cole. Appreciate you for hopping on with us. If you guys are in the market for a second listen every day, we recommend you check out Locked On Sports today. Thank you for making Locked On Utes your first listen every day. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today for the games that matter the most, the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast thanks to cole for once again joining us appreciate you guys for listening into this episode of lockdown utes and we'll see you tomorrow